The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the expressor, and do not necessarily represent those of the owner, management, or anyone else. This program is meant for mature listeners, and some of the language and topics may not be suitable for younger or sensitive individuals. If you are easily offended, or have a delicate constitution you may want to turn the program off now. The host and guest are welcome and encouraged to exercise their First Amendment rights as much as they want. This is a right to listen to program, and as such anyone for any reason at any time can stop listen by turning the program off. The program is here for entertainment, and hopefully some education. This will be accomplished through facts, fiction, sarcasm, and parody. Much like the mainstream media, we will try to verify information, but are under no obligation to do so prior to releasing said information. Any references to specific individuals, that may or may not have done something, is strictly for a point of reference and most likely was based on something found on the internet. Use discretion when listening and always feel free to double-check our information if you want. Let's talk it all. I'm Anvil. And I'm Jeff. Even though I don't want to be, but... <laughs> yeah, at least I'm not Anvil. At least I'm not Anvil. Yeah. Uh, that's a whole other show. But anyways, uh, we're back. We uh, kind of missed last week, and that was my that was my doing. We had snow, and uh, I have been reduced to driving my wife's car, which is absolutely, positively horrible in snow. And just with the recent luck I've been hitting with vehicles, <laughs> I wasn't trying it as it was i must didn't come tonight because i can get out of the goddamn driveway with an inch of snow on the ground but anyways i made it we're here uh i'm cheering up jeff jeff thought his life was a train wreck and then uh i showed him what the titanic looked like when he hit the fucking iceberg <laughs> so 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 we're there but uh we're back and tonight we're gonna talk a little bit about crop circles crop circles pre-creology pre Reology. There's some, yeah, there's some special some reference to yeah. something in mythology, but anyways, uh, but more excited. Just gonna talk about his Bigfoot excursion at some point. Uh, at some point, yeah. they took last week with uh, his beloved, well, uh, not wife. I won't say that. No, it's just my wife. My wife. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we went for uh, four days uh, up to a uh, region around Lake George. Yeah. Nice. People might have heard of it, you know, some of it, the White Hall, New York. You know, spent some time up there. We'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. So, let's start tonight. Uh, right before I came, and this usually happens, there's something, some fun aspect of my life that uh, that uh, happens right before I come to the show. So, this is kind of paranormal. We'll talk about this. But, uh, some ladies wanted, Lonnie, my wife, is still out. She had a stroke back in September. She's trying to recover. Blah, blah, blah. She's on disability. Uh, and in New York, if you're on New York disability, uh, God forbid you be caught doing any other kind of work while you're on their disability, or there's all kinds of hell to pay. So she has that done readings, although I think her 
I think a good chunk of her mojo's back. She has not been doing readings. And uh, she's been trying to refer stuff to me, but most of the people want to talk to dead people. Right. So and I, I don't do the dead people. I just do the tarot cards. So I got a woman called, and she wanted to have her and her aunt want to have readings done, and then you, didn't you talk to dead people that want to do a reading? So, you know, I said, well, it's, you know, it's $40 for 20 minutes. That's kind of standard. That's what we do. That's what we usually charge when we go to shows and stuff like that. Um, she goes, well, I want a half hour. I said, well, okay, half hour then would be like 60. And she agreed, and, you know, we talked up times, things like this. And then uh, a couple hours later, I get a phone call, and it went to voicemail, and I go back to check the voicemail. Well, apparently, she did some research. I'm not sure where she did research, but did some research when she got home. And uh, 60 is way too much to pay for, for a reading. <laughs> <laughs> and if I wanted to do the half hour for 40, she'd be okay with that. Uh, but, uh, she wasn't, she wasn't going to pay $60, $60 for a half hour. Okay, so I thought maybe I misquoted. I, right. I thought 60 for a half hour is what Alani usually charges. Right. And it is. It's exactly what's on her webpage. It's 60 for a half hour, and then 45 minutes is like 75 and then it's 100 bucks for a whole hour. What you could have done is met her price. You know, do the $40 for 30 minutes, but do it with a deck of cards uh, that you would use for, like, playing jack, blackjack or poker. <laughs> that's what I would recommend. But yeah, I just didn't want to deal with these people. And uh, so I said, all right. So I said, well, I, you know. Okay. And when I do tarot cards, like, when Lyle does her, she's talking, got dead people coming in, going out. So her readings kind of drag out a little bit. So that's usually 20 minutes with the tarot cards. If you need more than that. You got all oh, crap going. You got you got my life going on. So I usually go by twenty minute increments. So it's forty right. for twenty, and then next increment would be forty minutes, and that's seventy. Right. And then if we go a whole hour, then it's I only charge a hundred. Right. So even even using my rates, a half hour would still be in the sixty dollar range. So it wasn't like I was I misquoted her badly on what I did. So uh, so we're talking. She goes, oh well, you know, blah 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 blah, and I said, well. It, as I'm talking, if you want to go 20 minutes, which is usually what I do with tarot cards, right. it's 40 bucks. Right. She goes, wow, well, no. she goes, you know, $60 for 30 minutes, that's like, that's like Phil Jordan prices. <laughs> and I felt like saying, well, you're getting, you're getting as close as you can get without calling Phil Jordan up and having him do it. <laughs> right. um, and especially if we're getting a line. There's, there's absolutely no negotiating that with a line. Right, right. You know, that's that's her price. price, and that's the way it is. I'm I'm usually a little more flexible. Right. Like if she had said, "Gee, you know, oh, your hour, your for an hour, it's a hundred." She goes, can we, right. "Can we do an hour and just split between me and my aunt? We do a whole hour right. and just pay the hundred, which would be fifty apiece, which right. is kind of a compromise in the middle, forty, sixty. Right. So she didn't, that, she, didn't she didn't say that. She didn't say, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, they charge. Yeah, you're, you're paying the full price. Don't matter. Oh, no two for Fridays there. Um, so, you know, so she canceled, which is fine. So I'm looking up. I'm looking up prices. First of all, if you try to find a psychic medium in the area, it's not as easy as it sounds. First of all, almost no one has a web presence. The ones you do find aren't in the area. It's all the phone lines. Right. Which are usually four to five to six dollars a minute. Madam Cleo. Yes, something like that. <laughs> so 
I pull up Phil Jordan just to see. Right. Phil Jordan, first of all, he starts at 15 minutes. That's usually how long it's. And he usually doesn't give you a lot of. So it's like just you're getting a 15 minute read. Right. You're dealing with Phil, you're getting a 15 minute read. And this is not a criticism by any means. I'm just using this as a point of fact. Because right. this is what's on his website. 15 minutes is 80 bucks. Holy shit. That's a lot of money. 80 bucks. So for a half hour, if you were to calculate that out, right. that's that's $160 for a half hour. That's a shit. God, I know. So, yeah, so it's almost a half. It is $100 more for a half hour than what Alani's charging than what I had asked. I'm just saying, we are we are definitely not Phil Jordan price. <laughs> um, so I told Alani because I told her she was kind of excited. We can go, we, you know, we get paper the and she goes, yeah, she's gonna get the outside. I can tell what the price is. It's too much. And, and then they say, well, they don't want to read, but then they ask me for recommendation for someone in the area. <laughs> and Alani's like, I just tell them, you know, they say, can you recommend someone? And she just says. As good as me, <laughs> and leaves it at that. So, um, that's a good answer. I mean, I hope they find someone. Hope they have a good read. Um, I almost recommended the Bing the Bington Psychic lady, um, who does it right from what I hear. But then she tries to tell you, you got an attachment and, or something, and it's going to cost another twelve hundred dollars to remove oh, the geez. remove the attachment or give you a voodoo bag to get rid of the curse that's following you around. Again, these are just stories that we've gotten when people have come in to see us after they've seen the psychic lady. <laughs> so, um, good luck with that. So, hope you enjoy your attachment for another thousand bucks. Well, you know, uh, just to add a point to this, what was amazing about Lake George, Yeah, we stayed right on the lake, so we were right there in town, on the lake. And, uh, I mean, like, our balcony mm -hmm. in a beautiful view of the lake, uh, but uh, there were there were two within literally uh, three, not even three miles, two miles. One was literally right down the street, like three hundred yards, four hundred yards down the street. There was a psychic, you know, mm -hmm. plate. I mean, like right. you go in and get a it was right. close, but yeah. And then a mile and a half to two miles tops down the road, there was another. You go in, see Madame Cleo, whatever. It's like it closed, obviously, because of COVID. But it's just amazing. Like, it was big there. You know, I mean, like, to it find is. that, I mean, I just kind of shocked to find it. It was a lot of money there, obviously, too. So people, right. like, you know, so. And here again, it's it's Whitehall area. It's Bigfoot area. Usually, if you're interested in one aspect of the paranormal, you're going to find people that are interested in other aspects. So, yeah, that would be a place to set up shop and... I know in Rhode Island, um, I mean, they weren't they weren't all over the place, but they were definitely more public and present in Rhode Island than we've seen other places. Like you'd be going, you know, down the main strip, and there'd be a sign in the windows, you know, it's like greetings. Right. So, you know, um, Bington area, it's hit and miss. Like I said, you can search on the. You can search the internet, and a lot of times what you get, they say they're in the Binghamton area, but it's, it's a phone number. It's a, right. it's online. You're going to call them. I'm telling you, those are going to... I did that for a little while myself, and those are those are expensive. You're you're paying top dollar and to answer stupid questions. 
Like, who I fall in love, what's his name, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Whatever. People's mind can do what you want, but. But I will tell you, officially, if psychics, psychic shows, psychic readings, psychic fairs, anything past two bucks a minute, I would question whether they'd have to be really, really good and really, really well known to draw that. I mean, Phil Jordan's good stuff, and but from what I hear, from what we have seen over the years, I don't think he gets any better reviews than, than Alani does. In fact, sometimes people are more prone to talk to Alani because what? Alani will tell you you're going to die, but she won't just stop talking to you. Right. <clears throat> like, I know I've heard stories where Phil is just like not, like, passes it right over. Right. Which I think makes it worse. People like freak now they're freaking out because he, right. he won't say what's wrong. He won't wrong. say what, yeah. He won't say what's wrong. Yeah. You know, um, not that not that Alani Candy coats it, but she she says what she legally can say. She can't say you're going to die, but she may some, say something like, "Well, it's probably time for you to update your will. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to mark things in your house for who they go to." You know those kind of things. So take take the hint. Um, so yeah, so that's that's always. I, don't know, I mean, this is not. You just got, I, I spent 30 years honing my craft. And Lonnie has spent a lifetime. It's, and it's not like it's a, you know, it's not like it's a mini mart on every corner. It's, but anyways, that's just pee. So tonight, crop circles was on my list of things to talk about. Yes, crop circles. Crop circles, which I find interesting. Because you know, they always seem anymore they, they seem to pop up in TV shows or things you know. Uh, they made the movie. Made the movie. Yep. Signs. Signs of Mel yeah. Gibson and Walking Walking Phoenix. Phoenix Walking something. No, <laughs> they wore tin It was kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, but I find them amazing. Like. I get, I get that's probably not aliens visiting that made them, but I just I can't wrap. Well, see, I disagree. Well, see, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. Right, 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 right. And because uh, I just I, I I think whoever's making them on Earth might be an alien because I just can't wrap my head around being in some farmer's field. Without his daughter. Well, without his daughter. Uh, in knowing how to make these near-perfect circles in lines and connect them in these geometric shapes. Yeah, as I say, it's, it's not just circles now. No, it's, yeah, Extremely it's, complex. It is. 3D geometric Yeah, oh, yeah, shapes. yeah. And it's, it's, and I guess I think in a two-dimensional way with that, and it's a really three-dimensional thing, but I don't know how you can just be standing in the middle of 40 acres and know that you're making a perfect circle. And I don't know. It's just, it's it's beyond my comprehension, and I can well comprehend quite a bit. Well, I know a lot of the history of the crop circles. Okay. Um, there was these two, okay, so when this 
shit really started hitting the you know the papers of you know picking up in Britain. Mm-hmm. Okay, the, the, the English press. Uh, this was back in the the eighties, really, uh, the mid to late eighties. This is when it really like the shit hit the fan. Right. Okay, so all of a sudden, after it gets all this publicity, it's getting publicity around the world. People are like they're seeing these there's crop circles. They're not just circles in order to become cute. You know these uh-huh. huge patterns and. Uh, geometry is involved, and they're gigantic, and you know there's 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 video of the field before, you know there'll be a snapshot, something, and then like you know six hours later is this gigantic shape, and there's no tracks going in, there's no footprints, there's no humans always make a mistake. They'll they'll drop a candy wrapper, they'll you know the, yeah. a piece of clothing will fall, something will happen. Humans always make mistakes when it comes to shit like this. There's nothing. So somebody said, hey. We have a problem. You know, th- this is getting, the public is demanding answers. It's all over the world. We got to come up with something. So out of the blue, all these uh, these two guys, we're going to call them Doug and Dave. Dave and Doug. I, I, I think those are their exact names. I just can't remember correctly if they're exactly their first names. I'm pretty, okay. pretty damn close. And I can't remember their names, the last names of the wife of me. I've got them written down somewhere. So these two jokesters come up, you know, come forward, and they, they hold a press conference. Now, how they, they're able to rent this, they rented a place, you know, they, they're two farmers, basically. Uh, you know, one, well, without farmers, one was a, one was a, a milk delivery guy. Bartles and James. Yeah, milk delivery guy. The other guy was like a mechanic or some shit, right? So, anyway, so where they got the money to rent this for a big international press conference, God knows where, but they rented this huge place. And, and they, they, they came forward and they said, hey, we're the ones making the... The, the, the circles were right. trying to did it. So they took the press out to a field and they, they had these boards, and strings, and they, they made them, right? And they showed the press, ah, that's what we did. And the press, you know, and this is why journalism is dead. I mean, it's been dead for decades now. You know, no one asks any critical questions. You know, well, how did you do this at night with no lights? And yeah, yeah, how'd yeah. you make these patterns? Oh, not a single journal. I'm not kidding. There'd be like 50 journalists. I, I know, there. I know. And not a single, even the National Choir didn't ask. I mean, they were there. Oh, they didn't ask. Well, how did you do this? And nobody questioned, right? So then these two gentlemen, again, one's a milk delivery guy, the other guy's like a mechanic, right? And they go on a worldwide tour, I kid you not. And they have press conferences around the world claiming that they did this. I'm not making this up. So they went, they were in America, they were in Russia, they were in uh, Poland, they were in Spain. <coughs> they went all over the, that's what they fucking felt. They were, ended up in Egypt doing a press conference. No one, no one asked, where did these two guys barely make any money Get all this money to travel around the world for all these press conferences claiming they made these circles. And the media just ate it up. They never questioned anything. It's obvious <laughs> to any idiot that someone put them up to this and funded the whole thing, you know, to take the, the, the pressure off right. the British government to explain these things. So we'll get that aspect out of the way. So moving on from that, so as the more focus was uh, on these circles and these uh, these patterns, the more complex they would become. They were getting bigger and they were getting even more oh, yeah. complex. And they were literally forming, sometimes within two hours, someone would be in the field or check the field because you had these research teams now checking fields. And two hours later, it'd be a, you know, it'd be a huge, giant, enormous you know, uh, pattern. There was just no way, you know, without at least 150 people out there with lights, you know, right. to make something like this in such a uh, short amount of time. Again, there's no tire tracks, no footprint. Um, so you had this going on. And 
Then, you know, later, and um, I, gosh, I wish I had the uh, the actual pictures. I have them on my, my hard drive upstairs. But there was two patterns that, that were different and huge, just gigantic. One was of a what looks to be a Martian or a human-like type face. It was huge. And it was next to an uh, observatory. It was planted in the field next to an observatory. Um, the next one <clears throat> that was uh, gigantic was actually an alien, <laughs> one of the typical what you think gray alien, holding some kind of disc in his hand. And it was in binary code. So this disc was all in binary code. And they were able to decipher, you know, the binary code. And I, I don't want to say what it said without having it in front of me. Right. I don't remember exactly. But it was pretty interesting shit, you know. There's just, it was so big and so detailed. And in binary code on top of it, the little disc that you would use like in a, a DVD player, mm -hmm. you know, it, it was just extremely complex. It wasn't like, you know, you had two guys in college or ten guys in college or even fifty guys in college put this together. You know, within a, a four-hour period, it was so complex and huge. It just it boggles the mind. That's what I'm saying. You know, it just boggles. There's no way it could have been. It just simply couldn't be. Now, does it mean that maybe the British government's fucking with people for some goddamn reason? Yeah, maybe they did. I don't know. You know, maybe they have lasers in space and satellites and shit. You know, pointing down and burning shit up. So you had that aspect. Now, the the one that was next um, to. Uh, the prior one that had like the, the alien like human face on it uh, that one was interesting because it had a sidebar to it and then the sidebar you know back in I think it was 73 or 74 Carl Sagan was part of this project we sent this you know this this information out to space Sunny. yeah and we, we shot it out there and it was on a, one of the uh, I think it was on Voyager too it was this mm -hmm. plate that was on there and it had like the, uh, the human you know genetic code breakdown on it what we knew at the time and mm -hmm. It had the third planet, the sun represented it, you know, soul system and all this other yep. shit. Well, this had that, and then it had a reflection of where they came from, their genetic code, and their our population was on that thing through that black right. as well, and their population number. And it had all the reverse information. So you had this gigantic mammalop one made, it was, it was just, it was crazy. I mean, this, this, this back in the 90s, this is absolutely nuts, early 90s. Uh, that those two popped up, and they were the most interesting ones. For I mean, I've seen the other patterns; it was gorgeous. It was absolutely mm -hmm. gorgeous. The artwork is amazing. Yeah. Um, and there's another aspect that uh, the vast amount of people who just you know read a little article about aren't aware of, um, and you may not be aware of this, but this is a scientific fact. It's been tested so many times. But when when they fake one, it's very easy to tell the fake stalks. Uh, the fake ones from the real ones at this point because the, the systems that they use, they use a very similar board system they've enhanced a little bit over the years like Doug and Dave, but the fakers when they press down the stalks the stalks will actually break you know, you can actually magnify you see where the stalk actually broke right. you know, and they, it won't grow, it won't grow anymore after you know, the humans do it the ones that we know are real they're not broken, they're bent <laughs> and they will actually go back and they'll grow. Another interesting aspect is the biological aspects of the stalk has been changed. 
they can they have tested stalks outside of a real circle or crop circle and they've tested stalks inside and the isotopes and the other things and I again I'd rather have the information from me before I quote it correctly there it's changed the, yeah. the structure has changed on an electrical structure you know on a, a level yeah it's not um, the same you probably have it in your they said some of the best evidence that this is paranormal is complete uh, the complexity the number of them the placement the intricacy there's also a mathematic design yes. like a lot of them have a mathematic design to them that they feel it's not just going out making a circle to catch lines or doing simple geometry things like that. Changes to the plants, um, EMF levels, radiation yep. levels oh, yep. are all altered. Um, and then the last thing that talks about best evidence of paranormal is that there are reports of balls of light, yes. UFOs in the area, things like that. So those are all things that the believers are claiming that kind of push that towards paranormal. In, in the balls Origin. of lights, there have been videos of that. They actually caught these, mm -hmm. you know, things that these balls of light, you know, uh, right. on camera in these fields at night. Um, you know, it's just, it's just very interesting stuff. Um, to me, it says, you know, it tells me there's a intelligence out there uh, trying to communicate with us. Maybe the only way it knows how to communicate with us, right. you know, using mathematics, you know, which is supposedly the universal language anyway. Um, you know, who knows? Um, you know, if you're, you know, if like, if you're millions and millions of years ahead of another species, your communication level may be so different. Your minds may be so more advanced. It may be almost impossible for you to actually communicate with something less advanced you. It's like us trying to talk to an ant. Right. You know, you get down on the ground and you can talk to an ant all day. It's not going to understand what the fuck I'm saying to it. And it, it could be, in its little ant mind, could be saying something back to me and I don't know what the fuck it's saying to me. Right? Right. So, and I think that probably could be very close to the same, you know, same scenario, you know, a possibility. Funny you say the answer. 1974, first time crop circles make an appearance in a movie called Phase Four. Really? In which super intelligent ants create these crop circles. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they were crabs and they were, yes. Uh, 1974, phase four, first de depiction, depicted these circles created by super intelligent ants. So it's my use of the ants. Oh. So that is fascinating. Maybe they were trying to communicate with them. The ants maybe, maybe the ants are trying to know something. So when I was looking through stuff and trying to find stuff, <clears throat> they will tell you, a lot of these will tell you that there's no, no science holds to the theory that aliens made these, but science, science point. Um, <clears throat> the first time they found any kind of record or mention of a crop circle or something along those lines was back in 1678. And in 1678, uh, the, the main difference was when they actually looked at these things, these were but they were cut in, the, the the fields were cut in geometric forms, mostly circles and, and ovals. And it was actually referred to as um, mowing devil. 
the mowing devil. So they they already started to attach supernatural characteristics to these things that they found these crop circles back in 1678. Uh, that's mentioned a couple times, and then you don't really see much else until 1880. In 1880, again, similar things, uh, but they kind of contributed to the weather. So they're still not, obviously not doing the alien thing back in the 16, 17, 1800s, but 1960s is when it really takes off in England. We start to see more things like that are going on. Uh, in the early 80s, the term uh, crop circle was coined by a gentleman called Colin, Colin. Andrews. 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 And that was back in the 80s. Um, 21st century, we see a lot more of it now in greater size and greater complexity. You know, speaking of Colin Andrews, actually, I believe it was him. Um, so he was approached mm -hmm. by a uh, unknown um, agency uh, within the United States, and uh, they basically offered this guy, "Say, look it, we're going to bring you on board. You know, this is much larger than you can possibly imagine, um, but basically you have to, you know, do a one eighty you know, with the public, and mm -hmm. basically say, well, it's all crap, you know, it is all hoaxers, and da 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 mm -hmm. You know, basically, he's bringing the whole program, the whole right. secret program, and, you know, what the hell we're working on. Now, uh, he refused to do it. He's like, no, 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 I'm not doing that. He's, Carl Sagan did. Carl Sagan jumped, yeah. jumped but uh, Colin Andrews did not. Um, people don't realize, you know, Carl Sagan was actually a, a UFO buff in his early years, and uh, when he got uh, persuaded I think it's the best way to put it, uh, for the United States government, and he ended up working for him. Uh, he changed his tune and became one of the biggest uh, debunkers of UFOs that uh, we had besides the class, actually. But, uh, yeah, so anyway, Colin Andrews was uh, offered, uh, you know, access mm -hmm. to information and research and uh, to work uh, within the United States government, a particular agency uh, that deals with these things, and a clandestine uh, operation, obviously. Uh, but of course, the the drawback was the a he couldn't ever say anything about it, and b he would have to be a very you know anti you know uh, this is nothing other than humans or weather right. or shit you know so uh, very interesting very very interesting that's what he claims that's what he yeah, says huh? you know so and I believe it because um, I know I can say how I know I know Carl Sagan jump shit jump shit so jump shit bastard. Um, so there, the consensus is that either weather, or paranormal, be the aliens, uh, sometimes animal activity, and then I found this one. Sometimes they talk about possible reasons is magnetism, the changes in magnetic fields around them are able to create them. So I thought that was kind of interesting because I know I know they've done. They do experiments where, like, uh, sound and harmonics, and certain <clears throat> certain harmonics, when played on or near, like a, a bed of iron files or things like iron shavings, 
will create designs that are sometimes geometric in, in, uh, in when you look at them. So there's that, the mathematics I've talked about, there are mathematic professors that look at this. And say you can't, you couldn't create that without the use of advanced mathematic calculations. Uh, the largest one, you talk about these things being huge. Uh, the largest one to date is 20, 200,000 square feet. It's a lot of space. Uh, to date, there's been over 10,000 reports of crop circles around the world. Uh, we did the best evidence. Now, what are the most active months? I did not notice that. Okay. If I remember correctly, it is uh, May, June, and July. It, it, actually, in England, if I remember correctly, it's May, June, and July. Well, that makes sense because in the winter, there weren't any crops there, sir. Right, exactly. <laughs> that was a trick question I fell for. I'm a retard. All right. But there is, no, actually, uh, and I can't remember which, I can't remember if it's June or July. It's one or the other, but, you know, uh, that's the. The peak, you know, right. for every year. That's like the peak. That's when they see the most, uh, the most are reported, that kind of thing. So, so a group, a group that is very big on crop circles, and they're done by aliens. And I found this. This was actually we should probably do a whole show on these. Fall is the Raelian, R A E L I A N. And they basically feel that UFOs are a religion. Yep. This came into existence in September of 74. Um, their headquarters are in Geneva, Switzerland. It's a worldwide religion. They have embassies set up. There's 50, 50 embassies. Uh, they've got 100,000 members as of 2018. And uh, yeah, they're all. They believe that. Hang on, the, I'm looking at my badge out. I've got one. They, they, <laughs> I, that, I'm not surprised that the the uh, and I thought of Elon Musk when I saw the name, but the the alien race that they they worship and not worship. Well, I guess they are worshipers of religion is. Uh, yeah, it's probably key. Ilion? I don't know. It's, I don't know. I'll put it on the website when I get it. But, uh, yeah, so these folk are all into it. Um, I found it funny initially, and this is back in 74, so this was, this has been, you know, a while since, since the war. Um, their symbol, their symbol is basically the Star of David with a swastika in the middle. Hmm. It's not slanted like the right. Germans. It's more like the Hindu right. symbol yeah. of good luck and yeah. fortune, things like that. Um, they upgraded it to be, they got rid of the, well, there's this one and they also use one where it's uh, it's the same thing, Star David, but instead of the swastika in the middle, it's kind of a swirl pattern that connects all the lines. And they say the updated version uh, is more to represent the connection to the galaxy and, that um, I'm sure it took some heat for having. Yeah, probably. Swastika <laughs> in the middle of the thing. Anyway, was controlled by aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because if you look at some of the Nazi stuff, 
there are, you know, reports and, you know, photos of the Germans actually having possession of a flying saucer. Yeah, I, I see those. I've seen those. I, I question those photos, but I have seen them. I know where you're yeah. referring to. So the craziest thing I found, the craziest thing I found was an actual crop circle alphabet of the known universe. Mm. And I'm not sure how this language was deciphered, how it came up. They have upper and lowercase letters, and some of it I can see. Other times it's crazy because the two symbols don't look anything alike, but yet one's an upper, one's lower. Case. Well, I would imagine they brought in some cryptologists into it, you know, uh, people that could do, uh, yeah. you know, decipher um, languages. Galactic cryptology, or whatever they call it. <laughs> um, and I, again, I don't even know where you would begin to figure that out. I don't know. I just thought it was kind of crazy. Yeah. But anyway, you know, without a Rosetta Stone, how the hell would you make something like that? Well, that's you know. That's, <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, I found it interesting, and like I said, it, you know, and I thought about the day was you know sitting in my black check table dead. And uh, I said, well, maybe maybe if the aliens are making it with their, like, from space, maybe it's the aliens that are already here, and this is how they communicate, like, you do drive-by. Right. <laughs> like a billboard. It's like a billboard, like, and it says, lock your doors and keep going. Done, <laughs> some of them. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's, like I said, I just can't wrap my head around how complex your mind has to be to be on the ground making these things. I, I feel something about like mazes, like these complicated mazes. Not ones that you plant, that you can see when you're planting what you're going to have. Right. But they go out and they cut their corn maze. They just go out and cut and I don't know. It's just crazy. It's crazy. I think it is. Without the use of someone above you saying, okay, yeah, okay, that looks right. Right. Make a left, make a right. Right. Yeah, that, that looks like an alien. No. Okay, that looks like an <laughs> elf. That looks like an elf and now we gotta we gotta rethink what we're doing on this one. <laughs> so uh interesting. Alien origin? I don't know. I would think possible, but I think, you know, there, there are there are brilliant people out there that can think think three dimensional and a two dimensional Plane and come up with things. You know what I was thinking of? What? Uh, Texas. It's about Texas. Currently? Yeah, and the ice storms and the energy issue and the cold. All right. The, well, let's, let's transition using that. Yeah. So, then it kind of goes back, you know, some people can think. I like to think sometimes, and I'm one of those people who think that. Think, <laughs> think sometimes. Yeah. So, Oh, it got it occurred to me. So you're in Texas, and uh, you know your power grid sucks, and <laughs> nothing's working. You got no fucking power. You got no fucking heat, right? And but you want to stay warm. You know you had dumbasses going in the garage, and the cars running with the doors shut. You know the garage doors shut, dying. Yeah, I can see how a mistake like that can be made. I get it. Once, People twice. Are, you know, yeah. Get for a while. Catch on. Yeah. Don't do this. Um, but the people who were smart would sit out in their car in the driveway and keep warm. Now, 
Both of them were smart enough to have a full tank of gas or close to it. They could run their car on idle for three to four days, believe it or not. And had heat. No, that's, yeah. You know, I mean, it's a great to stay warm. And then it occurred to me, what about the poor bastards who have electric cars? What, what about the poor bastards that own a Kia? Yeah. They're fucked. You yeah, know, because you, you can't plug it in. The battery's going to, and in cold weather, those those electric cars, here's the big thing that I was talking about. These electric vehicles, they don't do well in cold weather. It saps the energy even more out of these things, or even hot weather. Yep. It saps the energy. Yep. So you got these cold extremes, you got an electric car, you can't plug the fucking thing in, you're not going to stay warm very fucking long in that thing. Right? So you're fucked. Now, when the power does come on, everyone's like, fuck it. We all got to plug out our electric cars. Now, I'm I'm pretending that, you know, we're, we're 10 years into the future now. Right. Okay, same thing's happened 10 years. Everyone's got an electric car. All right, and it's 220 watts, okay, you know, volts or whatever, to, to plug these things and do a fast bit and mm-hmm. put the charger on. That's equivalent to five 1,500, you know, uh, you know 1,500 uh, watt heaters running in your house at once. Five. So you imagine everyone in your block having, you know, five heaters, there's, there's, say it's a small neighborhood, there's mm-hmm. 50 people, 50 times, you know, five, that's a shitload. Right? There goes your transformers. Boom. Your power grid can no longer. You got rolling blackouts because people are all trying to charge their fucking electric cars at the same motherfucking time. So now you got that problem. So California's not ready for electric cars. They're having rolling blackouts. Texas is obviously ain't ready for electric cars. Right? So what's the solution? Okay? Here it is. This is the solution. And I love it. And thank you, Porsche, by the way. Calling out Porsche today in this broadcast. So let's talk it up. Porsche has been secretly working on for over a year. Even though they're not currently an advertiser with us. They are not. We're going to give them a shot. We're going to give For over a year, they've been working on a top-secret synthetic, 100% synthetic fuel that is so clean that it will take a current vehicle today, right, and you put it in a gas tank, and it has almost zero emissions. It would be on the same level. I think I've, yeah, I think I've heard something about this. Yeah, well, it's going to be, it's going to be out next year it's right it's just about ready to be released it's going to be a portion they were just talking about in the news the other day yesterday and the day before it's going to be out next year so you could put it in your car and put it in my hummer it'll even work in the camaro because it's so high octane right mm-hmm. and it'll be almost because it's not using any oil price almost zero carbon footprint wow and actually if you use it in a hybrid that's half electric and half gas right it actually has a lower carbon footprint than an electric fuel because all the bullshit you have to do to make these batteries and the long-term effects of the batteries for electric cars. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's really quite fascinating. So I had made predictions that Tesla would go under at some point, and I never wavered from that. Yeah, I, yeah. Even though the stock is through the roof, split yeah. five times, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not backing away okay. because I think when the fuel um, comes forward, uh, that is going to come forward, and people realize electric cars aren't practical <laughs> right now, and it won't be for at least 20 years. No. Because um, our, 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 our power structure isn't capable of supporting it, and that's the thing. It's, we're not able to generate electricity on a massive scale that these things would need. We just simply can't do it right now. The system's not set for it, and it won't be for many, 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 many years. Yeah. So electric cars are not the answer. And this is why Tesla is going to fail, and this stock is going to fail. And GM, like dummies, are all in on it. And they're going to have problems, too. But they're big enough, you know, where they, I think they can transcend the back. It's, I think the future really is, it's electric, but it's electric hybrid. It's gas mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, electric at the same time. The hybrid is really the way to go, especially with this new fuel that's coming out. So uh, just thought I'd throw that out there. That'll be interesting. Yeah. I'm interested to see how they demonize it. 
It's interesting how they demonize this new people that. No, oh, I'm sure it's gonna be expensive. It won't be cheap at first. Well, no, but uh, those look fine. Well, let me tell Gas is going that way too right now, so. We're, we're up to. Nobody saw that. We are, happening. We, are, we are just shy of $3 a gallon. Well, I am over that because the Hummer takes 93 octane. That's what it runs on. Oh, so. Jesus. You poor bastard. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, gas is going through the roof. Um, but the same with Texas. Okay, so Texas is. One of the big things with Texas is that the. They don't call them windmills down there, they call them wind turbines. Wind turbines, yeah. Um, we're not designed for the extreme cold. Right, but that's only part of the problem. Right. I'm guessing they're designed for extreme heat. Probably. And I'm not sure if those two two designs are compatible <laughs> with each other. Um, this was in having in in our area having gone through the 500 year flood twice in in six years. Texas needs to gear up for this happening again fairly soon. Yeah. But. Just to show you how much of a fucking douche our, our political officials are. So Schumer, who's the new speaker... Yeah, he's the head of the Senate. Whatever. Yeah. Is just ripping on Texas. Saying, oh, they should have you know wind, windmills like we have and up in New York. And they run in the cold and blah, 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 blah. Dude, why you got to be a douche? People are dying. People are in trouble down there, and you're calling them out and just rubbing their nose in it? Really? What's wrong? What is wrong with these people? I know that. But it's not, it, it, it was an option issue. How they get their natural gas in Texas is they actually use a water system. Sort of like fracking. <laughs> and what was happening, though, um, the system they used froze. So the water was actually freezing in the ground and not allowing the natural gas pumps to work either. So there's no natural gas. So it was a double fuck. Yeah. You know, right. and the power grid just wasn't equipped. Even the transformers weren't equipped for this kind of extreme weather. The line the lines, transformers, yeah, the no, whole system no. failed. The whole yes. system failed. Yes. Everything. You know, so And this is what happens. It, yeah. it, it happens. This is yeah. shit happens. And I get it's easy you know, it is cold weather hit. I get it. climate change. Right. I get it. But it isn't it shouldn't be in every year occurrence. No. And, you know, the bad thing is that, not the bad thing, let me rephrase this. The, the thing that happened to Texas, which is a fortune to happen in any, any state, it wouldn't want it to happen in any state, but just imagine if that storm was slightly northern and hit California. California would have had it worse. They have more of a population, oh, yeah. and they already have rolling blackouts to begin with because oh, yeah. they have enough energy. Oh, yeah. It would have been monstrously bad in California. Yeah. And you wouldn't have you wouldn't have the Democrats like Schumer shooting their mouths off. It would be actually some douchebag on the Republican side saying, "Ah, this is what happens. You have green energy." <laughs> I mean, you see them saying that would be the yep. you know the, oh, the political you. ball game we'd be having. So, and hey, it happened in Texas. There's no saying it couldn't happen in California. And it really isn't. No, no, no so. the weather patterns are unpredictable. And it, it, yeah. Yes. Whatever. Anyways, um, Texas. Well, it was there for Texas. Schumer shooting his mouth off. Uh, not sure Biden even gives a fuck. 
if Texas is No, because, not. you know, Texas didn't go for Biden by six right. or seven so, points. Oh, no, fuck. So, so there's, you know, there's our great uniter caring about all his people. Uh, oh, I know what you're saying. Um, we are... We are three months out of the election, a month out of the inauguration, and Trump still dominates the news. Oh, yeah. I was going to bring up the same thing tonight. <laughs> Every day you turn on news, Trump this, Trump that. I mean, you, Yahoo News, you go down and Trump, 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 Trump his taxes, his, his rate, this, that, the other thing. I mean, like, are you serious? You guys can't find any of those talking about well, that's this just point. It. <laughs> and again, he's the great, he's the great detractor. Yeah. Like your boy's <laughs> not doing it, so we need to talk about something because we can't talk about what Joe's doing because Joe's not doing shit right now. Well, I don't know. If well, he he is doing shit. He's running us into the ground. So we'll just talk about Trump more. The man's out of the office. He's out of all. He's done. No, some interesting things have happened though in the past week. Okay. A week and a half actually. It started uh, about a week and a half ago with, uh, between Donald Trump and Nick, Nikki Haley, the former UN ambassador and former governor of South Carolina, if I remember correctly. Uh, she's only a year older than me, which not even that. She's like three, four months older than me, which really? is shocking. Yeah, she was born in 19, January 1972. Oh, okay, yeah, maybe she's full gaps. Okay, no, she's okay, almost a full year older than me. Whatever. Regardless. Um, anyway, uh, you know, she was supposed to have a meeting with Trump, and he, he blew her off. You know, which is a big deal because she was looking for his blessing because she, she is, in my opinion, she would be the reason she left the administration. She left the, as the ambassador to the UN. It was they got her shit in, in motion like Hillary Clinton did when she stopped being the Secretary of State. You get her shit in motion so she can make a run to be right. president. She had her eyes on 2024, right? Mm -hmm. She was going to Trump for his blessing. And he didn't want to see her. He's pissed at her about something, but he didn't want to see her. And then he came out this week, and he said, I quote, he said that I am <laughs> the front runner for, he's already oh, yeah. saying it. He, yeah, he's, yeah. He's in it. He's running. Yeah. You know, whether she'll end up, it won't be Mike Pence's VP, I can tell you that right fucking no, now. No. Um, but maybe, maybe, I don't know, he's pretty mad at her. Maybe she won't be even the, v, the VP slot. So it's just interesting. Uh, he's going to run in 2024. I, unless something happens to him, well, he's running. He's already running. And I gotta say, you know, <laughs> again, we're. He said it's never, done. He said never, yeah, never. It's done. Stop talking about the man. Give him a. <laughs> He's, he's even he's out of office. They can't help but keep nagging him. I'd be I'd be pissed at everyone right now. Leave me the fuck alone for give me a, give me seven days to myself. When when without Al, giving me a bunch of shit. When Al Gore finally conceded, yeah. and that was it after months, and everyone was pissed off over it. And uh, when he fought, they left him alone. He went off. He, he grew yeah. weird. He became a college professor. He was teaching college courses. He got divorced from his wife, I believe, Tipper. You know, probably banging some young college the internet. Did yeah. a lot of things. They, he, yeah, he won. He won. Uh, he won uh, awards for his documentaries on you know climate change and you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so thanks for that. You know, but, a little bit of you know, science fiction. But they left him alone for the most part. You know, I mean. It wasn't Al Gore. Actually, his name wasn't even brought up in the last election until Biden had won the uh, the actual 
primary. You know, he yeah, was like yeah. he's going to be the nominee, and but he was looking so weak. They, they were considering, and there's a lot of proof to this. They were considering of dumping him, Biden, dumping him on the ticket, and recruiting Al Gore to take his place. They went for Cuomo first. Cuomo said no, he wasn't going to do it. And Al Gore was the second choice to take Biden's place if he didn't step up his game. Did you know this? Which just just shows what an idiot Cuomo is. Because <laughs> now his tits in a huge ringer here in the state. Because <laughs> and they're all coming after him. Yeah. Even his own party, they're coming after him. His own attorney general yeah. that he handpicked so she would go after Trump. Has yeah. <laughs> now switched gears and his finger fucking him for the nursing home and everything else. Yeah. Yeah, well, he's just—he's done, and that's a good thing. It's it is. It, I'm not saying. Yeah, oh, no, yeah, oh, I'm yeah. not. Yeah. yeah, I'm not standing up for the guy. I'm just saying he should have taken taken the out when he had a chance. It's time for new blood, a new governor, and you know, I'll be, I don't care if the independent, I don't care if the Republican, I don't care if the Democrat. To be honest with you, we need somebody new with new ideas. The state's broken. It's broken on many levels. We're bankrupt. We need somebody with new ideas. I'm going to tell you right now. If Don makes the offer he made, how long is going? How long is going to be in office this time? Oh God, that was two years. Two years this time. What's the governor? Six years through the governor. Honestly, I'm going. All right. So if if Trump makes the same offer he made, let's say three, four years ago, when Cuomo tried to run for his, when he ran for his third, third term, third term. Couldn't tell you. Basically, Trump said, "Hey, look." I don't want to screw around with the primary right. to the Republicans. Just put me in as your candidate, and I'll go against Cuomo. I, I think if Don makes that offer this time around, you, you might want to... Con- I don't think he will. Because he, he abandoned New York State. He left New York State. He gave up his right to see. He became a Florida citizen. I don't think he could win here. Believe it or not, I don't think he could win New York State. Donald Trump, I don't think he could do it. I hate saying that, but I don't think he could. New York City, I don't know, you know, he kind of threw him underneath the bus. Fuck you all, New York. Well, again, and I'm not... It's a cesspool. And <laughs> so I think he... I, th- I think Cuomo's still in his fate to run for a fourth time, even though he said he wasn't going to. But I don't know... I don't know what they're going to throw in the Democrats. It was good. Them. It was uh, our, our senator, Fred. But he won't be on the Democrat side. No, no, for Republican, I'm saying that... He, he is a very good possible future governor of New York State. He he's is. got a lot of following. He's very well respected. Even a lot of libertarians like the guy. I think he'd do all right. I think Fred's got some baggage, though, that when they start to dig. They all have baggage. I get that, but baggage. You know. Look at Donald Leparo's shit. The shit that lady did, that fucking lesbian running around, fucking with married men and shit. And now he's gone, and she stayed in office forever. No one will even run against her. I mean, Christ. She's got her locked. That, she's going to be 90 years old when, you know, by the time she fucking retires out of office. You know, I mean, she's like the poster child for term limits, you know. God, it, I only got are. three votes together. <clears throat> I got three votes. They are, they are, they are all the poster children for, for term limits. Um, so, yeah. Luckily, my wife doesn't listen to our show. And we're already 53 minutes in. I know she would have stopped listening by now. <laughs> as soon as I said Trump, she would have turned the fucking thing off. So we're good. Um, yeah, I just, again, I. it's time to move on. Time to find something else. And, there's, oh, and you know, just to remember, folks, um, or is she? 
Or is she? Yeah, yeah. Or is she a lesbian? Or was she running around? We're asking questions no. here. We're not. We're not claiming these are factual. Facts. She is a public figure, so yes, it's not liable. Yeah, but still, you should be careful. I know. You know. Um, you know. We're asking questions. We are we're asking not questions. implying. We're asking questions. We're asking questions. You know. Is she um, a lesbian? Not that there's anything wrong with that. Did she run around married men? Not that there's anything wrong with that. Just asking questions. But there's been big stories out there. Texas, Texas, yeah. being hit with hundred hundred year snowstorm, people dying, no power, and they still need to have what? Donald Trump in the mix yeah. to keep them distracted. It's, it's, keep them distracted from the crazy shenanigans going on in Washington. <laughs> I, I, it's sad. It's sad. Just on our pipeline, but fully endorses the pipeline that runs from Russia to Iran. Yep. Which which is good because we're going to need that. We're going to need that oil and gas because we're not going to be able to get it here. Anymore. <laughs> you know, so so Russia keeps shipping, keep shipping stuff to Massachusetts because that's where we're getting our stuff from. Is Massachusetts who gets your stuff from? We Russia. were the largest energy exporter in the world before COVID. Did you know that? I, I, didn't, I didn't know that. We were the largest exporter. I didn't know that. Um, saw a funny headline. And again, I just it's just funny headlines. And it just goes to show you why the media is just corrupt. Oh, they're horrible. They're so, all just nasty. Just, there's no journalism anymore. It's, it's all crap. So, at first I thought it was just... I saw like, an article today. I saw an article today about, you know, here, take this test. To see your white privilege. Level. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, are you? And it was, I think, oh, this had to be a BL. And, you know, you know, article. No, it was written by a white woman. I'm like, get well, the fuck out of here. <laughs> this was NBC. It was an NBC article. And I thought, sure, it was some, some right right wing rag that with the paper that it was. It was, it was NBC. And uh, talking about how in, in less than two months, Democrats have given away almost all the leverage with Russia and stuff that Donald Trump had built up. I guess it was Iran. All the all the leverage and all the that he had built in political power to give us the upper hand, uh, they've dealt away almost within they're already moving that direction on China too. Yeah, they're they're already softening their stance on China. You know. You know? So, yeah. Yeah, China doesn't want peace. Yeah, they don't want to, they don't want to coexist peacefully. They want to dominate the world, and that's what these idiots that really need to realize their their whole infrastructure and their system um, has been to infiltrate other countries. Yeah. You know, uh, politically. Uh, but also by buying up companies and through technology. Yeah. And uh, look at the, what they're doing at universities. Trump put in a ban where you know universities couldn't accept uh, X amount of dollars from China anymore. Joe Biden signed an executive order taking that out. China can donate all the money it wants now to these uh, uh, universities. Harvard's one of the biggest uh, whores of China. You know. <laughs> It is. It's right. one of the biggest wars. It's, it's ridiculous how the money Harvard gets from China. Oh, yeah. You know, the communi- the Chinese Communist Party donates money to all these universities, and everyone thinks this is okay. They're buying influence. They're buying research. They're buying information. 
how many of these, you know, professors are in the, the Communist Party China's pocket? You know, the CCP's well, pocket, you know? Socialist fuckers that they are, but... Well, Australia has finally gotten smart and they're trying to limit. I think it dawned on them about a year ago just how much of Australia was owned by China. Yeah. And they're trying to dial that back as much as they can. So... Silence. Yeah, no, I'm sorry, folks. Uh, yeah, no, you can't. I don't know if this was fact or fiction, so I'm not going to say it. Yeah. So. Well, we can always say, or is it? Or is it? <laughs> um, now, it's something about buying up land. I can't remember now. You may have been plotting some shows. But, you know, when you have when you have your neighbors, when you have Vietnam, you have... Uh, South Korea, you have Laos, uh, Cambo- uh, Cambodia, um, you have Japan, you have the Philippines, you have all these countries in China's sphere of influence, all in India, by the way, uh, coming together to, in Australia uh, yeah, yeah. to start building some kind of coalition to counter China. That should tell the rest of the world, gee whiz, if all their neighbors are getting together because they're worried about China, Maybe we should fucking get together to worry about China. But no, 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 no. Not the Biden, uh, you know, administration. No, no, no. Let's uh, what's, what's soften. You know, oh, well, you know, their culture's different, so genocide's okay. That's basically what he said. You know, the human yeah, rights... Who are we? Yeah, who, who, are are we? we? who are we? Who are we to force our values out of other people? Yeah. Which yeah. has been been the, the, the battle cry for decades... When we get when we get involved in other areas, and who are we to you know say that it's it's probably wrong for you to beat your women and lock them up and not let them drive or learn things? And I mean, I get the Saudis are our friends and our allies and whatever. And we let, <laughs> although there's a little they're a little more tolerant than some of the other Islamic nations. Um, I haven't heard anything, and not that I expect to, uh, about how the peace. The peace in the Middle East is going. Well, After Trump negotiated that little historic yeah. feat. And you hardly saw anything about the news. Oh, no. Seven Nobel Peace Prize nominations, most of any man in history, President Trump, you think there'd be anything in the fucking news? Nope. No. Nope. Not no. a fucking thing. <laughs> no, but... Uh, someone got nominated for something stupid. Oh, Black Lives Matter got nominated for a no, the organization got nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize for their social justice, whatever. You know, there are chapters of Black Lives Matter that really are legit, and they are not. There's no violence involved at all. Right. I think we should care about the subject because I, I have I know some of these people, and they're actually really good people. They're not about violence at all. Um, but unfortunately, the bad apples. And it's at the top, because you see some of the statements from the people at the oh, top yeah. of the organization. They're bad apples. They're, They're the yeah. wrong people you want running an organization that's, you know, that you want, you know, you want to, you know, usher in change. Um, you, you, you can't force change by violence. It doesn't work. Martin Luther King said that. You know, Gandhi said that. It just doesn't work. You know, it's just not, it's just not how the people will react. It'll be the opposite effect. It'll cause more division, mm-hmm. more hatred. You know, judging anyone by their color is wrong, uh, whether it be black, white, purple, whatever. Uh, 
and we're in a society now where, you know, and whites are doing it to whites. They're, you know, like this test, you know, your white privilege. You know, that's racism in itself. I mean, like, it's just racism the way you even, you, you project that question. You know, how dare you be white? You know, bad you. You know, you, you weren't born that way. A black person wasn't born that way. It's just the way, you know, we came into the world. You know, it's not, we're not racist because of the color of our skin. Well, I don't think the you answer know, to it. Putting people into groups is racism in itself. That's why I was never a supporter, you know, of this, you know, you know, you know got to have a certain amount of percentage of Asians and a certain amount of percentage of African or blacks, and, you know, in colleges mm -hmm. and, or jobs and this kind of thing. That is racism in itself. You're being racist by separating people into groups. That's yeah. the definition of racism right from the core. Well, I think it's, I think it's funny that, you know, some of the biggest outspoken folk on social injustice and all this, LeBron James, who just runs his mouth, won't hesitate in a heartbeat to call you a racist, will in the same breath also say that he wants absolutely nothing to do with white people. Really? Right. That's racism so why, right there. Why can't I say that? Right, right. Why can't I say <laughs> I want nothing to do with white people? <laughs> I can't say that. Right. Yeah, so, yeah, this, again, this is, uh, our world just sucks. So, anyways, we um, are, what, we're an hour in, so. Yeah, um, what? and actually, there was something else that we were going to hit on. Um, yeah, I already forgot. It came and it went. It was in my mind, okay. like a glimmer of a thought, poof. It was probably right around that whole thing with racism, but eh, we'll get back to it some other day. But uh, yeah, you talk about pepper spray the nine-year-old, right? What's that? Did we talk about pepper spray the nine-year-old? Oh my gosh! Week? I think we did. Yes. Yeah. Last yeah. Week. Okay. We, we, we did talk who about in the right mind? <laughs> right. <laughs> who in the right mind? Yeah, and that. I don't know. That was just. Oh, you know, ah, here's an interesting thing. Did you know, uh, what's the, the actress's name? I always forget her that played over there on uh, Star Trek. Oh, Michelle uh, Nichols. Yeah, well, Michelle Nichols, right. Did you know she quit the show? Star Trek? Yeah, yeah. she quit. Did you know why? I think it was pay. No, they're not doing pay. Oh. She didn't felt like her character was really contributing enough. And she's like, you know, this is not really what I want to be doing. She wanted to, She was actually has a great voice. And she really wanted to pursue her, her singing career and her, her Broadway work, whatever, right? So she went to Gene Roddenberry and handed her notice and told him why, right? Mm -hmm. That very night, I kid you not, and maybe you know the story, she was at a party. And did you know this? Oh, yes. She met... She met Martin Luther King? Yes, Martin Luther King was at the party. And he talked her into going back. That yeah. She was doing because when he so saw her, much. Yeah, he saw her and he's like, oh, I love the show and da-da-da, keep up the great work, you're, 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 you're a voice and, you know... And she's like, well, I quit today. You know, and she told him, and she quit, and then you want to fill in the rest because it makes you a little more. But he basically said, he's like, no, yeah. you can't do that. I mean, no, like, he, yeah. he was telling her that she was such an inspiration. And, yeah. You know, it was... You're affecting millions. For, yeah, for all, for yeah. First, you, yeah. she was the Jackie Robinson of television. Television, exactly. Yeah. You know, um, 
So he talked her into going back. Yeah, and she went back to like the next day. She went and found Gene Roddenberry yeah. and said, "You was, you know, I want my yeah. her brother nation back. So I don't want to quit." <laughs> and he said, "Until as soon as you walked up the door and ripped it up, I knew you were coming back." <laughs> true story. You know, yeah. that's a true story. I, th- I thought that was just fascinating when I heard that. Uh, and the only reason I know this is I took a Star Trek <laughs> tour. <laughs> nice. The only, did you know, the only officially licensed through the studio. Star Trek original series museum and tour is up on Lake George. Did you know that? It's the only one that's actually licensed through the studio and approved by the studio. It's yeah. Have you been to it? No, I've you seen... have to go. I've dude, you're gonna shake your pants. You have to go. This guy's built life-size sets. Dude, it's down in the deep. I mean, like yeah, yeah. I've heard about this. No, so anyway, this guy is an Elvis Presley impersonator for, for a living, right? Right. No, I'm making this shit no, up. No, no, I'm making this shit I up, know, right? Yeah. But he's a huge trekkie. So he started. He, got, he started this a long time ago, obviously. But he got the, the original blueprints. Yeah. You know, he built the sets from that. He, I mean, he used the same materials that he used. I mean, down to the detail. He actually has props that were actually used on the original series and in the next yeah, generation. Yeah, yeah. That like no, they've, over. yeah, they've, they've, yeah. Dude, you when you at the end of the tour, when you get on to the Enterprise Bridge, yeah, it's like being on the show, dude. I thought I was on the show. I mean, like it's yeah. just down to the detail, like and the sounds and this, yep. this, I, everything. No, I've seen this. I've... You got to go. If you, before you die, you have to go to this. This. This uh, museum, uh, and they, they they'll tell you knowledge you didn't know. There's stuff that's from the original set mm-hmm. in there, and they'll explain like different episodes and what happened to it. Like the mirror, the damn mirror. Remember when there was some of the opposite world, yeah, evil yeah. Spock, yeah. you know, and in the captain's you know quarters, the, the mirror that uh-huh. was always one way up, and that episode was down because it was like reflection, right. you know, the mirror mirror. And then, well, they forgot to put it back. So in episodes after that, when you saw the mirror, it was still in the same down, fucked up position. I mean, like, like these little cool details that you would have never known unless right. you take this tour, you know. William Shatner goes there like once a year. He's going to be back there in June. We might get tickets. Um, but he go, he's a big fan yeah. of this because he, the first time he was there, he just could not believe how right they got everything. Like he was just blown away. Like... He, there was a story where you know he was given a he was given a tour <laughs> he was given a tour all these fans yeah. in the museum and they're in the McCoys you know the doctors thing and the chair and he, he, and now you remember these props were built not to you know actually be used so he gets up on it and you know he starts doing this thing and the bottom falls off and he goes my God you guys got it so right you did it in the show all the time like I mean guess in the show the prop would fall apart and they yeah. would put it back together for the next shot I mean like he was so blown away by all the so you know how much similar and how accurate they got everything it was just it was just really cool to you know to see that kind yeah. of stuff you know yeah I think the last time I saw that he was up there was in 2019 we were contemplating that I think it was like 200 hours I don't know how much it was. It was. It was. Yeah. Ex- well, I mean, the tickets are not sale yet. It probably wasn't. It probably wasn't expensive, but I think it right. seemed expensive. And it's a very limited number of tickets they had. But that would been that would be definitely cool to have it tour with William Shatner. And I, and I think I hate to say it, but I think William Shatner is close to. Oh, he's going. He's ninety years old. Oh, yeah, he's, short. he's old as fuck. Yeah, he, no, he's turning ninety this yeah, year. If not already. March, I think. Saw him. Saw him someplace. Saw him recently on something in. 
he's finally starting to show his age. Yeah. Which is sad. Because, yeah. and I get, I get all the, you know, back Hollywood stories and he's a dick and whatever, but. He's, he's had, he's had, yeah, he's one chance. <laughs> he's had a great, he's had a great career. And just his philosophy, like, if you get a chance to get his books and either read or listen to him, he's hysterical. He's just hysterical. His attitude and way of doing things, and you know, he doesn't, he doesn't say no. And I think that's part of what's kept him so young. Is he doesn't stop. He doesn't, you know. Hey, Bill, how about you do this? Uh, okay, yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> you know, so, uh, talks about, you know, whenever there's an opportunity, you don't just knock on the door, you kick it in and go through it. So, it's a good end, it's a good blast. So, um, on this tour, yeah, <clears throat> this is fascinating. So, on this tour, uh, it's three of us in this tour. Right? Yeah, three, right? Nice. More people came in after us, but we had this guy, he's, he's dressed up. In you know, in uh, in James Kirk's uh-huh. outfit there, you know, and he actually had the same haircut. Right. You know, he's trying to do his part. He's right. Full knowledge. So we're starting out, and he's starting to explain things, and we all have masks on. Now Heather doesn't know what the fuck's going on, and I felt like an asshole because you know I had her pay for two tickets, and I didn't even think about the whole this being an issue. So we're I, we're trying to get this speech interpreter thing to work on her phone, and he's trying to explain things and I can see he's getting frustrated because we're not paying attention. We're trying to get right. and the other gentleman's been very polite and very nice about all this since on the tour. I finally said, I'm sorry. Can we do it this way? Can, would you mind we got mask on and I said, hey, would you mind if he took his mask off? And the other guy's like, no, 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 no. And he goes, well, see this. I gotta I gotta check with you Okay. But if not, I was getting the money back. Yeah. You know, I was gonna say, hey look at you know this isn't gonna work. So he came back and was like, oh, yeah, that's fine. So do a mask off, and he just increases distance from us, which is fine. Right. So it gives the tour, and we're going along. And we, uh, we're in a transporter room, and he's giving the tour to our transporter, which is down to the detail. And I'm standing behind the controls, checking it out as he's talking. And the other gentleman's over there, and, there's, and he, he must have got hot, and he unzipped his coat. And he Andre the giant Sasquatch on there, you know? And, uh, and... You know, the yeah, this, guy, this is one of the stories I want to hear from you because you, yeah. you posted about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So the tour guy goes, "Hey, you know, I like your shirt." He goes, "Oh yeah, I know, big one." Yeah. Oh yeah, Whitehall. You know, because I live over there. I'm like, "Oh my god!" You know, we're me and Heather are Sasquatch investigating. We're up here on an investigation, and he goes, "Oh really?" He pulls out his card and he comes over here. Look at that! And look at his car. And card is Paul. I can never say his last name. Boomer. He's gonna. I'm sorry, Paul. <laughs> I can't say his last name to save my life. It's funny because he asked me how to pronounce mine. And he right. nailed it, right? Oh, yeah, I should have yeah. done the same thing. Anyway, so this guy, I have two of his books, right? And he's on every fuck. He's on Monster Quest. He's right. on Finding Bigfoot. Anything about Whitehall, this guy's there, you know, giving interviews. You know, he is the guy, you know. So he told us, you know, so I'm like, oh, I'm just, I'm like starstruck. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. You know, so the whole tour goes by. We get down with the tour. He goes, you know, hey, Wiz, you know, I, I'm, this is my last day of vacation. He goes, you want, you know, I, I give you a tour of Whitehall and, you know, that kind of thing. And I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. So we made agreements, to, you know, arrangements to meet him at his house. He gave me the address and we drove over there. And he goes, well, come on in, you know, I'll show you what I got. And we go upstairs and he's got this huge library, this gigantic, and there's Bigfoot shit, Bigfoot books. Ones I didn't even know existed. And I know everything, you know, I thought I did. Know anything about Sasquatch? Was written? Apparently not. All this shit. I'm like, what the 
fuck, I, I mad at myself I didn't take pictures of some of the books. But then he brings out Cast. So I'm holding Cast in my hand. You know, Sasquatch around Whitehall and different yeah. parts of the world. He's got, just, it was just an amazing experience. And he's like, you want to see some of the locations? Like, you know, you see in the pen, like, yeah. But he took us around town and where the big statues are. Took us some of the sighting spots. Took us to the famous one in Whitehall with the police officers. Mm-hmm. Took us right to the spot. You know, took us there and gave us the background story there and the whole shit in Shamil. Nice. And where he found the one that tracks I held in my hand was right, like literally 200 yards down the this, on the road from this the ma- massive sighting. It was found in a driveway uh, back in, I think in the late late 80s. He took that cast uh, right down the road. He showed me the driveway, and then. Um, it was just, uh, it was just great. I mean, this guy took. I'm gonna send him some. By the way, I'm sending him Sasquatch coffee. Mm-hmm. But uh, I gotta say, I was, I was gonna send him like John Picard wine. They have that. I don't mm-hmm. know this is actual wine, you know. Yeah. But uh, anyway, but he doesn't drink. So, so anyway, um, but he gives us tour. Spent his last day of vacation, you know, showing me and Heather everything. It was nice. just, just an awesome dude, you know. Um, I don't think he realizes, you know. Uh, people who follow Sasquatch or, or investigators or whatever, you know, they look at you and they see a guy on TV who's done all his homework, who's written books, he's done all the interviews. Mm-hmm. You know, he's an expert. Oh, yeah. it's, like, it's like, you know, he knows all the big people too. You know, he knows Money Matt Moneymaker from Fighting Bigfoot and Clint and all those guys. Right. Personally, he knows these people. You know, so it's just a, it was just an awesome experience. That does you know? sound very cool. You know, especially when you have some of his books. You know, I have your books. But, I mean, to have... You know, this guy yeah. sells lots and lots of, you know, lots and lots of books. Yeah. Not that you don't, you're saying that, you know, I mean, it's like, you oh, see yeah. him on TV and different right. documentaries. It's a big oh, deal. Yeah, you know? I get you. Yeah, so it was, just, it was really exciting. Um, so that was the, the cool story. Um, and then we got some Sasquatch stuff actually up there. So this is interesting. So we get up there Thursday, and I had no plans Thursday to, you know, really go out and do anything. Um, just because it was a long drive, right. you know, we were up late, and, but, you know, she's like, you know, we walked around town and nothing was open up there, which is shocking. I mean, nothing other than the, like the, the, like the, the pubs mm-hmm. and the breweries, that was it. Everything else was closed. Hmm. Everything, like stores closed, this closed, everything was closed. So there was nothing to do. So I'm like, well, why don't we go, let's go for a day hike. You know, we'll, we'll pick one of the different spots. So we went to this, uh, one of these springs that I know of. On the uh, the uh, the east side of Lake George is where, where a lot of Sasquatch stuff is anyway, close to Whitehall. So we went there, and uh, I went way out in the middle of fucking nowhere. It's a state land, state forest. <clears throat> we park, we get out, and we're walking down the road. We're not walking five minutes because we have to walk down to where the trail entrance is from. You know where we, we park the vehicle, and I hear, what the fuck was that? You know, coming from the woods, and then another. It's the middle of the day. It's like four thirty, five o'clock in the afternoon. What the fuck? I'm like, and she's like, "What?" I just like heard three bangs, three bangs, and there was a fourth one. I'm like, "Get the fuck out of town!" You know, so I'm like, so I'm just now I'm just like, "You've got to be kidding me!" It's like right over there, you right. know. So I'm staring in the woods for a long time, and I don't see anything. I'm not hearing anything else. So I'm like, "All right, who knows?" You know, let's just so we get down to trailhead, and it leaves. You know, into that, 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 in that direction, once we get onto it. So we're hiking, we're hiking, we're hiking, we're hiking. And we come to these falls, all right? And they're frozen falls, and beautiful pictures. We took a lot of pictures, right? And then on top of the falls, it's like a lake or pond or whatever, a little pond. 
So I walk across it, you know, and I'm like, she wants to take more pictures. You get closer and closer to the edge where it goes down. I'm like, Heather, now would be a good time to stop. And you know, I'll give her more picture. It could balls <laughs> through the ice. Hello? <laughs> are you? Right. No joke. Shit. Right. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> right. She's climbing down. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I'm making this up. So she gets out and she's soaked. One fucking leg is just soaked. You know, she caught a crotch on the ice. Oh, so yes. Okay. Yeah. So one whole leg is just up there. You know, God. Yeah. And it's fucking, dude, it's, it's negative two. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. negative two. The yeah. temperature outside, right? I'm like, well, we gotta go back. Just no, I'm like, oh, Heather, I'm like, dude, <laughs> we're like a half a mile from the fucking car before. We gotta go back. Like, no, I'm like, all right, we're just like a little bit. I said, so we start walking and we're walking away, and she goes, did you do you smell that? And I, I can't smell anything because my, my, it's it's so cold, right. it's frozen. Uh-huh. Her sense of smell is enhanced. She goes, I smell something really bad. It's like sewer. I'm like, is it you? Cause you fell in the water. She goes, no, it's not that. I smelled it before I even fell in. And, you know, so I'm here, four knocks, bad smell, smell. Yeah. fuck, there's a squatch, right? So I'm all excited. So I'm like, okay, we'll hike a little bit more now. <laughs> right? You know, so Heather Sickle. Yeah, right, right. And then, you know, and I'm looking at it, I'm like, oh, shit, we really, we got to go back. Yeah. You know, we're going off this mountain now. I'm like, all right, let's turn around. She goes, no, no, that smell's getting stronger. I'm like, no, we got to go back. So we get back to the road. By this time, mm-hmm. her leg is frozen fucking soft. I'm, uh, like, sure. I'm like, you stay here. And I start running. Thank God I go to the gym. <laughs> Thank God. So I'm running. You know, and the road, you know, the dirt road is all uphill. The mm-hmm. truck is running and running and running. And I still, yeah, I still had a quarter mile to go. You know, I see a forest ranger. I'm like, maybe I should just stop and go over to him and ask for a ride. <laughs> I'm like, nope, not my pride. So <laughs> I get up to the Hummer, right? I get the Hummer. I bring it down to her and she gets in. So, we had other clothes in there, and she changed. Then we got the shoes, so we had to stop at this place when we left there and get boots. And they had amazing prices, so it wasn't that bad. So, she got a new set of boots. But it was interesting, because the first day we were there, we had... Right, right. I'm like, all right, so she took notes. She wrote all this big notepad, and that's why it's taking us long to shit up, because I want to make sure we get everything in the category. <clears throat> so I make a mental note we're coming back before we leave yeah it wasn't on the list to come back to any place twice, <coughs> but we make an exception here so we leave so that night uh, we go to the bar we get smashed and we come back to the hotel bar and get smashed there and pass out so Friday we get up and uh, what did we do Friday um, Friday was a it was a we did a tour I went up to Whitehall, mm-hmm. did a little walking around, driving around, came back. Nothing big. I didn't know where to go. Right. You know, so I came back. Um, went to the bar. And we came back early. It was like 3.30. We were at the bar. I said, let's get hammered now. We'll pass out. We'll get up at 8.30. And we'll do a night sash. You know, that's mm-hmm. a great idea. So we got hammered. We slept like that. We slept too long. Got up. Had a hell of a headache. Had a coffee. But uh, we loaded up the vehicle, took the Hummer, and we went to... Um, Fuck, I told you the name of the mountain I was going to, and I forgot what it was. But anyway, I went to this mountain, the west side of uh, North, the east side <clears throat> of the lake. Yeah, Buck Mountain. Buck Mountain. It was Fuck, Buck, something like yeah. that. Yeah. So by the time we get there, it's 1130 at night, right? And we pull into where you can park your vehicle. Got all the equipment that I had. Start hiking. And one thing I noticed right off was all the parking locations for the trails have been plowed. Now, two years ago, when we went up there, in February. None of that was done. Mm-hmm. 
No one was hiking. Right. COVID. No one, right. People were bored out of fucking minds. I'm like, well, all right. And there's just tracks everywhere. I'm like, fuck, this is, yeah, it's not. I'm like, you know what, fuck, we're already here. Let's just go. Dude, we went up that mountain. <laughs> and it was like, it was like negative seven down towards the lake. As you went up the mountain, though, and it got warmer because you're away from that lake area, you right. know? So we, dude, we were away. I mean, we were on, up almost on top of Bucks Mountain. I mean, dude, we're, we're talking, I think he calculated we're at 2.8 miles up. Jesus. We were up there, right? And uh, beautiful. We heard three knocks uh, in a row when we were up there, and that was about more than halfway up in Europe. Uh, I did some knocks back, and I just calls. Um, I didn't hear anything back. I didn't bring in my amp- my ear amplifier, so I didn't get anything like that, which is unfortunate. You know, they can listen. Mm-hmm. I just didn't want to carry all that equipment. <clears throat> no guns, um, because of you know, that thing against that up there, so we had no guns on us. So I have a couple knives, but not going to do anything against fucking Sasquatch. You know, and she was getting, she, Heather was like, what are you doing? I'm like, she, when I was knocking and doing the calls, like, what are you, what are you doing? And I'm like, well, trying to get a response. And she goes, you heard three knocks. What more do you want? What if the fucking thing comes, you know? And she, because she's like, normally we're armed, Jeff. We don't have any fucking arms. I'm like, the East Coast Sasquatch is nonviolent. And she, you know that for a fact? You know, we're in the middle of fucking nowhere, two miles up a fucking mountain. No one's going to know we're ripped in fucking a thousand pieces to tomorrow. Yeah, you know? right, <laughs> right, right, right. So, I mean, she had a bell point. I didn't, was yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. point, you know, so. So we kept climbing, climbing, climbing. So we got to a point where, it, we were way up there, and I'm like, you know, I did some more calls. We didn't get anything. So I'm like, you know what? It's it's 1 a.m., 1.30. It's fine. It's like 1.30 a.m. Let's just walk back down. So we started walking back down. And uh, and I just want to say again, thanks to the gym, because I was not tired. I was not, you know, I, in such incredible physical shape right now. It was, it was amazing to be that at 48. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just amazing. Oh, yeah. It was a great feeling. Let's come back down the mountain. And uh, just walking and mind our own business. Not making much chit-chat. And I heard a boom, like something moved in the woods, right, off to my left. And I took the flash fucking light and flashing it over at $29.99. China made flash. Perfect. Good. Perfect. Loved it. So nothing. Don't see anything. Like, she was like, I can do it. You know, blah, blah, blah. Walk and walk and walk. And maybe another, maybe nine, ten minutes later, another boom, same area. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. So I'm looking again. I go up into the, you know, nothing. Yeah. We're walking. And as we're walking, we're, we're shining down the mountains. Light is so bright, you can actually see prints of animals. Mm-hmm. And there were some really large prints, but I was thinking, more likely, you know, the stone might have melted a little. Melted a little you know, and it, it changes them. So I wasn't, didn't say it was Sasquatch, you know, and I, I don't think it was at all, to be honest. Uh, but something was out in the woods that mm-hmm. night. It could have been a deer, it, it could have been, you know, the elk day, elk's up there, you know, it could have been something of that nature. Uh, I'm not saying it's Sasquatch, I don't know. But we did, you know, hear three knocks um, for a fact, and, uh, and they were in a row. One, two, three. Uh, so that was very interesting. And yeah. Again, in the area we were, you, there's, no, there's nobody. There's no population on right. this mountain. Right. You know. Back down in the vehicle, blah, blah, get back in, go back in the room, talk about what happened, a little excitement there, you know, things like that. Next morning, we get up. I'm like, let's go back to where we smelled. You know, back to so we, we went there. Um, <clears throat> we did a hike, no smell this time. She didn't fall through the ice this time. And we hiked a lot more. In fact, we went off the trail. And I'm like, let's hike up the mountain where we right. heard the knocks. 
see if we can find a track so we don't get it that way. And we were up on a rig, so we could see down below and get a good idea of the, the land below, nothing. So we came back down, <clears throat> and we're, there's a lot of like turnoffs and shit for different areas you can hike. So we went up to another area, Standard State Forest, uh, that's very, uh, Sleeping Beauty Mountain, I think it's called. It's a, it's a big tourist, tourist attraction for hiking. Okay. And uh, so we parked the vehicle again, you know, where you can park. And we're going down, and this road is not bad. We get halfway down this road, and there's a sign that says, Vehicles Permitted. I'm like, motherfucker, I couldn't have the hammer, you know, the Hummer down this. God damn it, I'm pissed, you know, I'm pissed. Because their actual access to the fucking mountain is like another three miles up the fucking road. <laughs> so I'm pissed and doing it mad. Because you, when you see the big, you know, gates, you just automatically think, okay, this is the parking area where everyone else is parked. This is where you're supposed to stop. No, no, you don't have to. Was the gates open or closed? It was, it was open. But the snow was so deep that most cars wouldn't be able to do it. The Hummer could do it. See, that's where, that's where being a fat fuck me comes <laughs> in. I said, Jeff, keep fucking driving, dude. I ain't walking. We're going to go as far as we can. Okay. So, we're walking. I'm just and I'm a little mad for turning. And then I hear a rock hit another rock. Like someone threw a rock and mm-hmm. hit, you know. And we're, again, now we're in the middle of nowhere. There's nobody right. around. And I'm, I'm like, what the hell? Where did that come from? So I can see this big rock way off in the distance to, to my right. You know, and there's a huge cliff and mountain you can just make it in mm-hmm. the back. So I, I go right off the road and I start chugging through the snow. And she falls. <clears throat> and I hear another one. I hear another rock go. And mm-hmm. it's a little farther up, so more to my left. So I'm looking around, you know, from my vantage point, this big rock. And I don't, I don't see any footprints or anything like that nature. But there's a huge ridge in this part of the mountain that's, you know, it's beautiful. Just and you can see little caves. Like there's little, you can literally make out little caves and shit. And I'm like, wow, you know, it would be a bitch to get to these things, but we could physically do it, you know. So thought about that. And, and get on oh, this area, the snow, dude, it's it's up to your kneecap. <laughs> right, so we're chugging through Jesus. the snow. Yeah, right. And this is not an easy hike. So we go up to where I heard the other rocks. Uh, actually, two more were mm-hmm. uh, what I heard growing. Didn't see anything. I saw a lot of animal tracks over next to those cliffs and that kind of thing. Uh, but there was no really easy way without going down this mountain, through a ravine, and up, you know, right. treacherous climbing in yeah. snowy conditions, in ice. You know, and I'm like, eh, no one knows we're here. Yeah. Eh, something bad happens, it's going to be a bad day. You know, <laughs> it's a good two-mile walk back to the vehicle the way it is. You know, so I, I, I you know, yeah. On caution, went back to the trail. Nothing else happened. Um, but uh, so then uh, that was that, you know. And then we did one more, one more hike. Nothing happened on that. But uh, so I can honestly report we heard four knocks one day and three knocks uh, another day. Now um, the four knocks that we heard the first day uh, was associated with the smell, right. and generally the same area, which is a which is a fascinating aspect. In an area that I wasn't, I did not pick for Sasquatch sightings. I picked it because it had beautiful falls, and she loves to look at falls. Right. I was like, "Hey, this is your day thing. We'll do that." And she felt it fucking nice. So it was just kind of coincidence that you know we had that happen. Um, but yeah, so that's uh, that was our uh, a good time. It was a good time. Good I next time I do it, I'll probably go for a full seven days. You know, 
the first time I did this, we did it in one day. Right. right. It was horrendous. We were horrendously tired. Uh, it's, and then this time we, we spaced it out for four days, but still not enough time. Right. You know, not to really do what you want to do. Uh, I really wanted to go back to Whitehall at night. And uh, a lot of it's private property, but I've looked at maps enough where I, I understand where I can go or I couldn't go. Um, and uh, I know where a lot of the sightings were around the school. Uh, we could hear them. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to do some audio shit out that way. <clears throat> and it's really the wrong time of year for this. Uh, it's usually in the, the early fall, um, very late summer, early fall, and mm -hmm. a lot of sightings happen up there. But my focus was more trying to find tracks, you right. know, the snow. With the amount of snow they have, I figured be the best time to do it be now. Yeah. So. Yeah. That was uh, that was the uh, Whitehall uh, Lake George experience uh, for 2009. Nice. Good. That's good. Yeah. And you know, uh, interesting to know, finding Bigfoot, and I did not know this, it was actually Paul told me this, or Luthamal told me this on the safe best way I can. Um, where I went two years ago, it took Heather in the parking area for the, the, the trail, mm -hmm. which we didn't use, we made our own trail going up the mountain, but the parking area wasn't plowed and there was no tracks, whatever. No one was no one was out hiking right. two years ago. So I remember I parked her car on the side of the road on Route 9, which is a major, mm -hmm. and she was afraid to get hit by the car. She had to go right, right. It is what it is. But hiking in that area, that's where the Finding Bigfoot team had went for Whitehall and set up their investigation in the oh. same spot. And I had no idea until Paul told me, oh, you went exactly where, because I knew there were sightings there in the past. Mm -hmm. I did my research. What are the, you know, what are the odds? You know what I mean? Like that, I would pick the same yeah, area yeah. without knowing, because I never, I don't really watch that program because I always right. found it, you know, never Finding Bigfoot. So I used to call it Joe you know, so. <laughs> Oh my god. How about, you know, should we try? Let's, I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. We're going to give it a shot. Yeah. Now, this is extremely, uh, you can read the label. My eyes are shot. I can't read anything more. From the Amador Whiskey Company, double barrel, blended bourbon whiskey, finished with Chardonnay wine barrels. It is 86.8 .8 proof. Which makes it forty three point four percent alcohol, and it's aged six years. Aged six years. Yep. Whoa! You want a full shot? Uh, no, I got to grab it. Yeah, uh, as I say, I'm gonna do a half. I'm gonna yeah. Half. That too much? No, that's fine. I'm gonna do less than you because I'm smaller and I'm gonna eat today. <laughs> this is the kind of sip. You do not, uh, you don't slam this shit. No, I probably should not slam this shit. Yeah. So that's what I. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, for this stuff, a uh, go at it. Here's the swimming with. Mm. You can taste a little bit of caramel in there, mm -hmm. or wine, or something. It's not bad. Actually, it's pretty, that's really smooth. Yeah. <laughs> what did we have the other week? We had the stuff I bought you, the 
Jack Daniels, yeah. smooth bore, double barrel, yeah. or some shit. Smoother than that. It's good. It's good. So, you know I've had issues with Facebook lately, and they keep kicking me off. <laughs> yeah. I have to keep making identities and getting in there. So, I'm amazed, amazed at how many... It's just, it's just crazy. If people just share information. Every day, I get at least a dozen or more um, not notices, but like sites you might like or people, you know, right. group. And they're all Bigfoot and paranormal <laughs> and dog, dog man and every day. Like they're different ones. I must, I must, I must have liked probably. I don't know. I must have like a thousand paranormal Bigfoot, whatever. I just—it's amazing how many groups there are and that they're on there. You know, we talk about this with the not sharing information. And if we would just share information, we could probably figure this thing out. Oh yeah, too sweet. And that's a great thing about Paul. Um, very open. I mean, show me where. Tracks were found and mm-hmm. let me hold the actual tracks. I mean, yeah. like, I mean, just the guy's top notch. Just uh, he, he's all the he's in all parents. He's a huge Star Trek fan, by the way. But uh, yeah, he he was on the William Shatner tour. Um, <laughs> but uh, just a just a great guy. Just a great guy. And, uh, you know, very out to in the all paranormal ghosts. He's in the UFOs as well. Um, you know, Stan Gordon. I mean, he knows all these guys. Right. These big investigators you see on every fucking UFO documentary and shit. You know. And I was embarrassed to tell him I did a show with a uh, TV pilot show with uh, Thomas Gardner. Are you talking about that? Yeah, yeah. He's like, you, you, what? <laughs> I'm like, dude, we, you know, he's like, ah, right. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, the, the ghost hunting stuff, I get it. If you got an EMF meter, and you know where a cemetery is, you're a paranormal group. I get yeah. that. But the Bigfoot stuff, I'm just amazed by all the different Bigfoot groups that are out there that are. That just boggles my mind. Well, you know, uh, at that uh, Paracon we were at many years ago, remember when we had to take back that lady? Yeah, to fake psychic. I interviewed the uh, police officer. Right. Uh, from the Whitehall, mm-hmm. the, the original 1976 uh, sighting, and uh, the lead investigator at the time, uh, I can't think of the gentleman's name, He's pat- he passed away, I didn't know this, but he was Paul's neighbor. Oh, really? I didn't know this yet. It was like, he used to live right over here. Oh, my God. Um, but he told me he passed away. I'm like, and I said, I just interviewed the guy like two years ago. He goes, that'd be more than two years ago. Because, and you know, my mind thought, I forget how long it's been. It's been a long time. That was probably... That was probably 2016, 2015. Yeah, somewhere in there. It was a long time ago. Five or six years ago, yeah. actually. Um, he must have died right after that, like shortly after we, we interviewed him. But he was the one of the ones, though, that I I understood his, where he was coming from with the, being careful about sharing information. But I, unfortunately, a lot of these guys had that mentality where they, they don't share anything. Yeah. So... The, the great knowledge they have, uh, it's lost. It gets lost, you know. So all these locations that he knew of that were perfect 
for scouting operations, trying to find hair samples or whatever, that's gone. That dollar's just gone unless he passed it on to someone I'm unaware of. Right. But even Rusty, Rusty's part of the organ, his organization. Yeah. yeah. Rusty Aldridge, and Rusty doesn't have access to information. At least that was five, six years ago when I talked to Rusty last about this. I've talked to him since, but about that particular subject, even he wasn't shared with like the prime data which never made any sense to me. I'm like, well, you're the investigator for an area. Why aren't they sharing? You have to share with them. Why aren't they sharing with you? Yeah. That's why I didn't join the Northeast Bigfoot organization. Right, right, right. Yeah. You know, so. No, I just, because I, I know that, that was, you know, blah, 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 blah. All these different things. It's like all these groups, they just, and again, not all the, not all the ghosts, how many people share stuff and, Usually you can't shut them up. Usually they're talking sh- shit anyway. So, right. You know, but I get what you're saying about this guy. Is, you know, because we've done investigations, you know, with Nick Roth, who was, he was, I've met him. I've done, you know, investigations up to his house. This is, was one of the original Ghost Adventure crew. He was with Zach and yeah, Zach Aaron back good. when they first, you know, were normal. You know, and Nick, Nick's a fairly decent sized name in the, in the field. Yeah. You know? I get, I get it. It's kind of cool to, you know, he's, he's got some ideas that are interesting. And he's full of himself. But you have to be a little bit. You have to be a little bit. I got no problem with that. I'm full of myself. I'm full of shit. I'm, I'm full of, I'm full of, you know. You know, Lonnie and I get on these things. We're just like, yeah, we, we don't believe half of what we're seeing. We talk about that. We talk about, you know, stuff we, we call bullshit on yeah. They were thinking about things that we've seen and done. I'm like, yeah, okay, if that was a show, they'd be called bullshit on it. Yeah. So, you know, right, right. You, yeah. you had, it's definitely you got to be there to appreciate it. But, yeah. you know. Um, what is this about the Muppets lately? Did you hear about the Muppets? Like the real Muppets? Yeah, the Muppets. Like Kermit? And, yeah. No. no. Yeah, like Disney went after them, I think. Disney uh, branded them as, uh, uh, they have to be canceled. The cancel culture, I'm not, it's in the news today. You must have missed it. It's oh, all about it. the Muppets. Yeah, they're trying to take out the Muppets now. Uh, I, I fucking could you not, man. Yeah, the, the, the cancel culture is, yeah. They're going after the Muppets. Yeah, man. this is the way to finish And it, it goes back to one of the Kenny Rogers episodes, apparently. And, uh, and uh, oh, God, what was his name? Man in Black. Man in Black. Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash was on the Muppets in an episode with him, right? And they're bringing up this shit from Johnny Cash. That poor bastard's been they need to, years. They need to back <laughs> off Johnny Cash. <laughs> yeah, 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 so they're going after the Muppets or Johnny Cash and, um, and uh, what's his name? Uh, Kenny Rogers. <laughs> I'm making this up, I swear to God. you got to see the news, dude. They, this bad as they go after John Wayne. What? Taking a statue out of the airport, and he was <laughs> just because made a comment in the fucking... 70s or 80s, that was probably accurate, accurate comment about the fact, you know, there's a general impression that, I don't know, was black people are lazy or right. they needed help with affirmative action because they weren't, I don't know, whatever it was, he didn't use the N-word, he didn't say they need to be back in the plantation, he just said something that was probably very relevant in the time that he said it. Right. Johnny, they need to back off Johnny Cash. <laughs> I mean, God knows the man wasn't perfect, but 
he went through a lot and he he did have some values. That, that, Are you yeah. saying black people don't have values? No, I'm not. That, that I think I think I think black people I have think all kinds of values. Coming out I, think, so bitch. I think black people have all kinds of values. It's just some of the values are a little more or a little less than no, some of I, the others. Well, no, I think I think with the black community, um, the the bad apples get all the attention, and it, it, it makes it is a and it, unfortunately it it colors a very wrong picture of the black community. I really truly believe that. I, I mean, like, absolutely, you know, absolutely, no and doubt about that. And they <clears throat> they they in general seem to perpetuate the stereotype. And once they stop doing that, once they stop doing that, things will be a little, little easier to accept and understand. Well, you, you know, you got to remember there's there's difference in culture too. Um, you know how I grew up, or how you grew up, or how someone in the project grows up are completely, you know, two different, things, three different things really. Um, we have to take that into account. You know, I've been trying to be much more open-minded. Um, and I said, I said in the last show, my ideas and my my views on capitalism have been rapidly changing. Yeah, I know. You know, and uh, I'm not quite over to the communist side. <laughs> yet. I'm not, but I I I can understand their viewpoint at this point. I can before I can I'm like what, what are you not so much understand how things work, but I understand their viewpoint of the inequality of the system and how broken it is in so many areas. I truly get it. I mean, when you have a country like Germany, and a country like France, and a country like Denmark, and a country like Sweden and Switzerland, and you know, I'm gonna use Germany as the, you know, as the example. When they're paying their citizens, their adult citizens, through this virus, two thousand six hundred dollars a month per person, two thousand six hundred dollars a month per person through this virus. With free health care? It's not just Germany. Yeah. Okay? And here we are in America, the richest country on the planet. And we're 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 getting six hundred dollars here. It took a year to get that almost. We're getting fourteen hundred dollars in the next one and no free health care. <clears throat> this our system is extremely broke. We are the only industrialized nation, okay, that is not poor that doesn't offer free health care and isn't isn't paying their citizens a monetary amount per month so in france you get a check per month in germany you get a big check per month in britain you get a check big one per month in you know sweden denmark i mean the, the list just goes on and on the countries aren't doing it china united states <laughs> russia i mean I mean, like, you know, you're no. either poor, you're either poor, or you're fucking yes. evil. So and that we're is, not poor. We're that fucking is, evil. That is, that is the, that is the other side of the sword. Because you have you have. The, the Bill Gates and the Warren Buffetts and that have have 
un unimaginable sums of money. Gates is got whatever it is. And Okay, Bill Gates. This I'm glad you brought his name. I forgot to bring him up today. So Bill Gates, get this. So the other day, I'm, I'm fucking minding my own business, trying to flip through channels, and fucking MSNBC comes on, right? and there's Bill Gates giving a fucking interview. Yeah, the, the, the lady's falling over. Right? So yeah, and they're giving him and asking him about the virus and shit. Well, well, you know, I can see that, you know, we're gonna have to. You know, do this for another you know x amount of years and blah 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 and, 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 and special passports and you know americans should be doing this and then who, who, who the fuck is bill gates wait a minute did he go to college uh, no bill gates did not go to college uh how do you make all his money oh by fucking over other companies and stealing their technology uh why the fuck are we listening to this you jackass on TV, and he was on CNN later, on TV talking about the virus and what we should be doing. He has no college education in anything. Who the fuck is Bill Gates? Because we're Americans and that's what we do. We're stupid. But no, think about this. So so Bill Gates is pushing all this shit, right? Let's, let's look at Bill Gates. Uh, two years ago, before this virus hit, what did Bill Gates do? Oh, he set up a... Uh, he was part of a large... International community to put together a special project to see um, to do assimilation on a pandemic. You better hit the planet. This is a fact. I, and this is I not. Know. This is not crazy shit. I know. It's, this really happened. I know. And they even had a, a fake news service called GNN, not CNN. GNN. And my God, if you, I watched it. If you would have watched this shit and been compared to CNN, it was almost fucking. Dude, it was crazy. It was like. It was something like on a fucking Star Trek. I mean, it was nuts. And you, you can't make this shit up. So they did all this research. There was other high... There, fucking Biden's fucking health dude was part of this this uh, community. Yeah. These people knew. They didn't know something was going to hit, but they knew it was going to hit at some point. Mm -hmm. Right? They No one was prepared. So it's not like they didn't have a fucking game plan. Some people had a fucking game plan on how to handle this. Yeah. These fuckers did. And now, who... Who's, you know, who gives money to uh, uh, CNN? Um, oh, Bill Gates. Uh, who gives money to MSNBC? Uh, oh, <laughs> Bill Gates. It's all, it's all of our uh, TV, the one out there in uh, uh, your, uh, shit, the Middle East. What's it called? Oh, um. I can never say it correctly. Speech. Zier. Yes, thank you, Zier. Bill Gates donates money to that organization. I'm not making this up. You can look, people look this up. I'm making this up, right? So when he gets interviewed, all right, the reporters know that he's donating large sums of money to their companies. So he gets these easy passes. He gets to be on TV all the time like he's some fucking expert. The fucking guy to the own a college education. Why the fuck are we listening to this guy? This is the problem. It goes back to journalism being dead. It's 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 crazy. I mean, like it's mind-boggling crazy. And people still, oh, I gotta watch CNN tonight, honey, or I gotta watch Fox News tonight, honey. They all do it. They're all fucking fake. I mean, it's I don't know. It's just horrible. It's just absolutely well, horrendous. I mean, these 
we this is, is the other edge of the sword and how we view and equate why why do athletes dead I know at the start of the show I was bitching because some woman didn't want to pay me what I thought I was owed for my time and experience. But why are we paying athletes multi million dollars a year and they work not saying they don't work hard, not saying they don't keep up their skills, but they entertain us once, twice a week for a few months. And not only do we pay them millions, not only do they get paid millions and millions of dollars, but then we put an enormous amount of weight on what they think. LeBron James, Tom Brady. I don't give a. I, you don't want to do good for you. No, I don't want to. You don't want to hang out with right. people. Good. I really don't want to hang out with you either. No, no. But neither one of us is racist because of that. Right, right. Here's a here, that's a good point, and this is why no one should listen to this show. You know, I'm a former, I'm a former boxer, right? So I've been hitting the head a lot. No one should listen to anything that comes out of my fucking mouth because I'm fucking retarded already at this point. You know, my brain's been bashed around so much, I'm all fucked up. But that's a good point. I mean, I wouldn't listen to, you know, Mike Tyson about politics. Who the fuck's Mike Tyson? He's a fighter. He took punches in the head. He's been pounding the fucking head all the time. Why the fuck would I listen to that guy? He's made a comeback. (laughs) But you you see the point? I know. know. No. Oh, and by the way, when it comes to Bill Gates, here, everyone do a little research on your own. Uh, Go look at Bill Gates and uh, polio. uh, Is it polio? I think it's polio uh, vaccines or uh, work for. Something like that. Anyway, just look at it. Bill Gates uh, was part of a big, he was a big grant uh, provider for money for research into different vaccines. Actually, it might have been the coronavirus. Uh, but anyway, look into it. Uh, you'll be astounded what they pulled off of Bill Gates' money and uh, how many people died in the process in, uh, I think it was uh, one of the countries in Africa. So anyway, yeah, look into it. It's recently. It polio, but yeah. I don't know about polio. Oh, in Africa? Yeah. Wasn't it Africa where they got off the, he sent all that money? It was uh, one of the first locations they tested the corona vaccine. Yeah, yeah well, Bill Gates in, uh, in, supplied the money for in, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he killed like 90% of the population that yeah. they, they tested it on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a bad, yeah. Yeah, but bad deal. You don't see that in the news. You don't see that in mainstream news. It's, it's a fact. It just really happened, but you don't see it. And this is how corrupt those fuckers are. They're, they, it's, it's fucking crazy. Sick fucks. Sick, sick people. Yeah. I guess my point is there's lots of money out there, but I don't, I don't, I've, I've yet to see any true philanthropists that actually donate out of the goodness of their heart. Like, I don't know how much Bill Gates is worth, how many billions. It's probably at least 50, not 100 billion. It's got right. way the fuck out there. So if you're going to say, Bill, we're going to estimate that you're going to live for another 50 years. And you can keep $10 million a year for each year so a lot. That's $500 million. The rest of it, we're going to distribute 
other people that might <laughs> might might have a need for it. Yeah, he'd be freaking out. Yeah. When my I, motherfucker don't, I don't know, right? And I don't know, and and, and I get that attitude, right? If it was me, I mean, my I, I would say, money. I would say, I would say, if it was me. I probably wouldn't need someone to say we're taking this from you. I'd right. already been giving it out. Right. I would, I would have been like, no, that's my motherfucking money, but you have my wife. Here's my <laughs> wife. Take my wife. Take my motherfucking money alone. <laughs> that, you know what? I can live on $10 million a year. I'm good. I'm joking. Everybody. I'm good. You know. Um, yeah. I. It's just America. It's just, it's, it is the... It's the uh, it's the Harvey Dent coin. You know, you read Batman fans. Yes. Harvey Dent has a coin. One side's a face, the other side's all scarred up and scratched up and he's his character is two faced. It's half his face got burned and it's the it's the ugly side of the same coin for, for Americans. Well but, no, but that's human beings in general. I mean look at look at this small time frame in history. In this small time frame in history with Hitler alive and causing havoc around the planet. Mm-hmm. But you also had Gandhi alive at the exact same time as yeah. you peace. I mean, so you could have extremes to both ends. Right. You know, and the same span, 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 span of time. Uh, span. Yes. Yeah. Time keeps slipping into the future, man. Slipping, slipping, slipping. Yeah, I mean... Don't get me wrong. I, I love money. I love to spend money. I love. I love to. I love to be generous. When I have money. Yes, you are. Which is why I'm usually fucking broke. Yeah. But yeah, if I had Bill Gates' money, I would probably be confined to living <laughs> ten million a year and everything else. I would be. I would not give it to the government. I would say you send me your letter written in crayon or whatever it is, saying you need this much. I'm going to send you that much. You put it to use how you feel best, you know. Um. But see, people, human beings in general, though, they're not—they're never happy with just that amount. No. Just, it doesn't matter how much it is. No, right? no, they always no, want no. more. They always want more. So, and that's why people have credit. You know, oh well, hell, I make seventy-five thousand dollars a year, but I'm smart, so I can live on a hundred thousand dollars a year. So I'll just charge the shit up, and I'll just pay it back over time. So people always live beyond their means. It's just, it's human nature anymore. Yeah, anymore. It wasn't. It wasn't that. No, 40s, 40s, 50s. Before that, even before that. Like, we'll say this shit changed in the 70s. It started started Yeah, yeah. yeah. As we moved out of the age of Pisces into the age of Aquarius, it shifted. It shifted from me to. Materialism. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I just. No, and that's how we work. No matter matter what people do, they always bitch because it wasn't. Enough. It wasn't more. It wasn't something that applied to them specifically. I mean, look at it. I will, we are so advanced they escort to take credit cards. Think about that. Yeah. I mean, that's fucked up. I mean, that's just so fucked up. It's beyond fucked up. Our owner, <laughs> our owner, and I get it. They, they, my coworkers find one reason or another to bitch. So, that's human nature too, King, I know. King Cuomo grants us to stay open an extra hour. Right. So we go from 10 o'clock at night to 11 o'clock. An hour. Yeah, right, right. And I get it. Not everyone was ready for this. Not everyone had planned for it. It's an hour. And it came short notice. He didn't even make the announcement on his Friday briefing. It was something that came down to the gaming commission right. Saturday. 
So Sunday they went diplomatic. There was such an uproar. Because these deals are being asked to work. <laughs> an extra fucking hour. And I get it. Yeah, I don't know what kind of plans you got right. at 10 o'clock on a Sunday night. Right. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? So just, just a bitch fest. Right. For a week or so. Whatever it was. And then uh, last week, because, uh, you know, I know what the PR letter says, and I don't know what the full rigmarole was. Our owner who owns this property and other properties around New York State, gave to every every single employee, full-time, part-time, whatever, a $100 gas card. And it was either for the Dandy Marts, which are in our area, or Marabito, which is up near his other property, to every casino worker. Wow. $100 gift card. Got to be at least. Got to be at least a hundred grand for the two properties. Oh shit! Gas prices go. This is a big deal. Right. Gas prices going up. And although I haven't heard it yet, I would I would almost guarantee you someone out there is bitching either because they don't have a car and don't drive. Right. Which doesn't work because the, actually, even though it was called a gas card, right? You can use it at the yeah anything in the mini bar. Yeah, but uh, I just I was just waiting for someone. I was just waiting for. I don't drive. Really? Shut the. F- I'll buy it. fifty cents on down. I'll buy it off you. Yeah. Fifty cents on down. You don't don't ask. <laughs> right. You know. Yeah, it's just our nature. It's just our nature not to be happy with what we have. Exactly. Want more. We always want more. Yeah, it's... How are you wanting another Hummer? I want two Hummers. Why do I need two Hummers? I don't need two Hummers, but I want one. That's how fucked up I am. So you could loan me one of them. <laughs> right. Give my fucking Kia piece of shit fucking repair. <laughs> well, I was close to calling you about the Yukon. It's there. Uh, uh, yeah, I said... <laughs> and I got the $100 gas card that I would need for a week of fuel <laughs> yeah, for right. it. Exactly. But, uh... Yeah, so... Yeah, I... I just... I don't know. Do my thing... Like you said before, do my thing, leave me alone. <laughs> don't bother me, I'll die here shortly. Yeah, that's and then I don't care. I don't care. I can die here shortly, I don't care. I get it, I got grandkids, they're gonna inherit this mess. Nothing I can do. Nothing out there. I can't. I'm here, but I'll be stressing out over what's gonna happen 50 years down the road from now, five years down the road from now. I usually get a fuck along the house. I I am amazed. I guess what I find funny is that if they really want to help American people out, they would have done something with the tax code for 2020. And I don't think they did shit. Little tweaks here and there if you own a business or a small right. business. But right. they're not even they're not even getting the if you took out one of the PPE loans yeah. or something like that. Nothing. Nothing. I'm working on getting the lines of my stuff done, and she had no business even before the stroke. She had no business. But she still had rent, right? So utilities still had, you know, website we had to maintain. Still had. You can't just not. Yeah. So I'm waiting to see how this is. Good. She's kind of, you know. I mean, granted, it's going to be, you know, we'll have more deductions because it's more expensive without 
actual income taking it away, but they should have done something this this tax time to help out people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, anyways. Alright, we have passed two hour mark. I think we're good. We did our shots. Before we're on our asses. This. Uh, we're going to shoot for next week. Yeah, Pending absolutely. weather and whatever else. Crap circles and magnetism and whatever else might get in our way. Uh, I'm not sure what we're talking about next week. Yeah, I don't know. We'll figure it out. But, uh, yeah, I'm not sure what we're talking about next week. Uh, maybe about the uh, alien religion and what, do the alien what, religion? what we can do to open up an embassy in our town. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. they like to be naked, too. So, I'm very interested in this. Like, like, like some of the pictures they had for this group. Oh, I gotta like, check this out. Like half naked <laughs> women or fully naked women. I'm like, really? Really? They like to be where's, the, where's the local chapter? Here? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. There's 50 embassies. There's not one here, but we have to maybe have to look again at our embassies here. And see. It's a religion. It's tax, tax deduction. There you go. Pick McClellan religion. <laughs> Should be a tax deduction. Right. Not as easy as it sounds. Trust me, I've looked into it. But anyways. All right. So, until next week, it's Anvil and... My name's Jeff. Jeff. Yeah. Uh, you be safe and uh, have... I don't know. Wonder Wonder to... What? Yeah. Great week. Great week. Talk to you again. Great week. Till we talk to you again. Uh, oh, I've got oh. something I've been saying. Oh, okay. It's not mine. I, I found it online. All right. I've been using it on my emails at work now. <clears throat> but it is uh, jobs fill our pockets, but adventures fill our souls. Shit in one hand and hope in the other, see which gets filled first. <laughs> the views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the expressor and do not necessarily represent those of the owner, management, or anyone else. This program is meant for mature listeners, and some of the language and topics may not be suitable for younger or sensitive individuals. If you are easily offended, or have a delicate constitution you may want to turn the program off now. The host and guest are welcome and encouraged to exercise their First Amendment rights as much as they want. This is a right to listen to program, and as such anyone for any reason at any time can stop listen by turning the program off. The program is here for entertainment, and hopefully some education. This will be accomplished through facts, fiction, sarcasm, and parody. Much like the mainstream media, we will try to verify information, but are under no obligation to do so prior to releasing said information. Any references to specific individuals, that may or may not have done something, is strictly for a point of reference and most likely was based on something found on the internet. Use discretion when listening and always feel free to double check our information if you want.